0: Here's what you missed on the last episode of Colleen Confidential.
1: I came from a, a culture where you live and die by the phones. Like I said, be in the bathroom and my office manager was knocking on the bathroom door, like there's calls holding my cue, she didn't care. And that kind of is something that I was like, no, there's other people like me out there that have that passion, that have that drive. And if I can just fill the pest control knowledge, then you've got again, that, that perfect employee.
0: So part of what Grit, Grit PPO does—and correct me if I'm wrong—is you'll you'll be the complete customer service for a company that you're the only place their phone rings. Like mm-hmm. you're their full service CSR, mm-hmm. I guess. You'll do overflow, mm-hmm. so there is no queue, right? Right. If, if if the off if you have it set to in my office, I have it set to after three rings, it automatically goes to Grit PPO, right? Because everyone's on the phone, yeah. And then you also do off hours,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely. So we didn't want to just, you know, cater to larger companies or mid-sized companies, but also, you know, the smaller companies. So we're either an additional support system to your already trained team. And so if they're on the phones, it comes over to us. We've given the ability for even other companies to turn their phones off and roll it over to us so they can have meetings and focus on other things as well. Or where they're everything, where we handle everything and do everything so that those Pest control owners that are operators can focus on what's important, service. So for a lot of the pest control owners who are operators as well, the biggest thing that they want to be able to focus on is their quality of service. So utilizing us gives them that advantage. They can, you know, focus on what they're out there to do and not have the phone ringing and the stress of I'm missing a call because I don't want to interrupt this customer speaking to me or I'm in a crawl space and I just can't even reach my pocket and they can have that that ease of knowledge that their calls are being handled not by an answering service but by somebody who's trained and knowledgeable to handle it from start to finish.
0: Have you had any international interest?
1: We've had a little bit of international interest and and opportunities to potentially be brand ambassadors for, you know, for certain companies. It's it's great like you're talking a lot about networking and that's really kind of the energy in 2020 is making those connections and being able to to put people together and it's really super important and I see in opportunities like that as a means to connect everybody.
0: Do you see Grit being at some point handling calls in the UK, China, or China might be a stretch but you know, <laughs> but, but you know with, with yes. new software in it like my kids love that commercial where the daughter sees her mom talking to someone in Japan and when the people in Japan speak it translates to English and then she goes outside to talk to the reindeers, right? right? But realistically for you, because the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, China, you'd have to have somebody that speaks Chinese. Mm -hmm. But with the new software, would you entertain somebody that came to you from a, I don't know what languages you speak, but your staff, like we have some Spanish speakers, Russian speakers, but would you entertain?
1: I mean, the difference is I'm willing to entertain everything pest control. So if we're, we're already speaking that language. So if there's ways that I can help customize and, and just help another company, That's where a lot of the data entry tasks and the other things that we do besides taking calls have come in. You know, we start working with people and they're like, oh, can you do this too? Like, I wasn't before, but absolutely, if it helps you, we'll do it now. We we just adapt. And that's, you know, kind of the difference is it's not just in a call center. It's literally the ability for you to just focus on what you're doing in the field.
0: I think for pest control that uh, in this industry, I don't think anybody knows how to say no, Mm -hmm. especially when it's like, can you do something? Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody says no. Right. Everybody says probably oh shit and yes. They say oh shit in their head and yes and then figure <laughs> out how to get it done. Yeah. Um, in a call center operation what would be your number one tip to the consumer?
1: So the, the number one thing I always tell like kind of the the giveaway I always try to teach everyone is uh, that you're greeting for the phone. In this industry, in taking emotionally charged phone calls, it's really important to stay in control of the phone call at all times, and you want to do that from start to finish. You know, in customer service, it's just a knee-jerk reaction to pick up the phone and say, you know, how can I help you? And so like our agents don't do that. They're specifically, you know, trained to pick up and say, Margaret's pest control, this is, you know, Danielle, this is Sarah, and they end the greeting with their name. And the reason why that you do that is because if you don't and you say, How can I help you? Well, now you're at the mercy of listening to the entire experience from the caller's end, what they've already interpreted this issue to be, what they think, you know, should happen next, and you're just kind of waiting for your turn to talk. It's kind of that tango and you've dipped, and so when you pick up the phone and just say, Margaret's pest control, you know, this is Gina, the customer will 80 to 90% of the time, I'm confident in in telling you this, they will in a short variation state exactly what it is that they're calling for. Hi Gina, I'm calling because I think I have bed bugs or hi Gina, I'm calling because I got crickets and you know, I wanna get serviced or I have this bee's nest. And now you're in control of the call because now it's my turn to talk and I'm gonna stay in control by only asking open-ended questions that help me Decipher or determine what it is you're having a uh, problem with, and then offering the solution. And then after that, it's just yes or no. And then after that, it's just what works best for your schedule.
0: What do you mean by controlling the call?
1: Controlling the call would be wanting to make sure that the call's handled in a reasonable time. I mean, you know, I could pick up and say, How can I help you? and then sit on the phone for another 15, 16 yeah. minutes you know, while the customer tells me, the entire, you know, synapse of what has come to this conclusion that they think they have bed bugs. And especially when it comes to something like bed bugs, that's, that's a long time to wait sometimes for your turn to talk, right? Just in general, in one phone call, you've been speaking to people with about pest control. I, I mean, you're like, wearing five different hats, right? You're a therapist, you're the expert, you're, uh, you know, in a, in a personal assistant scheduling, you know, so you want to stay in control and it's really important. Comes to, um, new business calls. I mean, those should be fielded literally within, I'd say, like, seven minutes there's like an average you know honestly that you should be able to to pitch it and close it and get it entered and scheduled certain calls take a little bit longer especially for us like again we're given the caller everything so we're reviewing how to prep you know for the service that they're about to get and answer any questions to make sure there's no confusion programs that they're purchasing and things like that current customers that should be an easy quick conversation you know two to three minutes because you're telling me what You know, your issue is, and the only thing you need is a technician out in the field. So there, you know, there's a certain expectation to be on the phone and off the phone and build a rapport in that time.
0: You got it? I got it. (laughs) I got it. Time is money. I got it.
1: That's right. I mean, I want to be able to take, you know, 100 calls an hour, not three, because I'm, you know, listening to the the customer talk.
0: What makes a great CSR or what makes a good customer service employee and a call center employee?
1: I mean the best call center employee is just it's it's somebody that has grit it's somebody that um, has a good work ethic it's no different I think than the technicians that you hire in the field and the people that you look at your own team that that are great what makes them great that they they show up every day and they have heart they want to always constantly be looking to improve themselves never staying stagnant retaining the information like you can bring anybody in and give them a chance and you should be willing to do that but if they can't retain it and they can't, you know, answer the questions and learn the material and perform, then it's not going to be a good fit regardless. So a great employee to me is just somebody that can come in and take the, the resources that, that are being given and, and run with it. Learn it and make it their own and just start perfecting their craft, which is the call.
0: So you said they have to have grit,
1: Gotta have grit. name is grit. Gotta have grit.
0: And again, people thought it was Mar (laughs) Grit. Right. But it's not, right? Funny coincidence. Right. For what? Like. It means you, like grit, it's, of having grit, the true right. definition.
1: Right. Funny coincidence that it's in my name, but it's just basically, you know, the, the definition and the thing that resonates with me the most, so it's probably not. But it's, you know, the, the definition of grit. It's that passion and that perseverance and being a female in a male-dominated industry. You know, I just felt like, wow, I look back when I was developing the company and thinking about what you want to call this, and it was like grit was the easiest answer. It's like I just came full circle 20 years in doing this, and you look at it like you survived. Right, you persevered, and that's what I think that every company that I meet and that I learn they all have their own grit.
0: So, what's for those who don't know, what's PPO?
1: That's the pest process outsourcing. So, that's just explaining that it's the grit pest process outsourcing.
0: We talked about this earlier, but I see a commercial you got to have grit, and it's just you know a play on words. You got to have grit to be in it, but you got to have grit also to sell your shit. So, how much? How much, how much... <laughs> Blowback? Did you get from being a woman in business in this particular business when you went into it? Did you have any people that weren't kind to you and put it? How difficult was it? Was it? Was it difficult?
1: I think just in general, it's hard being a woman in the industry. I think that it's it's a great time in the industry to be a woman too. So you know, for any any strife that I had, I think we're making up for it. (laughs) Any pains that I've had, it's definitely you know coming full circle, but. I mean, yeah, you get, you're in a male dominated industry or you just, I mean, you just deal with people who think that they know better or, you know, have been doing it better. I definitely experienced that in in lots of different arenas, but it's, it's pest control. I mean, you think pest control and you think guy, you think old school, you know, exterminator and things like that. And so I love seeing the pink and I love seeing, you know, changing the face of it. It makes it great. to be able to be personable with women that are calling in to purchase and things like that and being a woman on the phone and being able to connect it, it just makes it that much better as well.
0: And I think it's important to point out that it's not just office positions, which is a traditional feminine job, let's say, mm-hmm. or secretary, which no yep. one no one uses that word anymore. Mm-hmm. But like but you also you have a ton of female uh, technicians, technicians owners. managers, owners, Correct.
1: exactly, it's like yeah. I said, it's a great time to be a woman in the industry.
0: We have an HR company that asked us very specific questions about writing job ads. Do you mm-hmm. want to attract more females to tech service tech positions? We were like, sure. And they're like, okay, here's here's your ad for a tech on like all Indeeds deeds and whatnot. Here's the job ad geared towards a woman. And we were like, what? Right. This is probably like six years ago. We we're like, there's a what? There's a job ad where you'll attract more female candidates than male candidates? Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Way different than the 70s, buddy. Yeah. It's- those were the good old days. Not so many rules, regulations.
1: It's an even playing field, but you know, there's a reason why we bear children.
0: What's that reason?
1: Because
0: <laughs> men could never do it. <laughs> Testpack Select is one streamlined system that gives you support for all stages of your business. There's mobile applications. You can schedule work orders, details, and forms. Just makes you look very, very professional. Credit card processing. Mm, Nice. It's got account and contract management, dashboard and reports. I mean, you're up on top of it all. Call 844-838-7371. Tell them Ed and Joe sent you from Colony Confidential. Who's uh, who's your ideal customer?
1: Oh, my ideal customer. Well, I mean, the ideal customer, it's really important, you know, when we work with partners for the first time that it be a good cultural fit. I mean, this is why we're able to kind of adapt to so many different companies at the same time. I don't have a team that's dedicated to you're handling, you know, only these companies and you're everybody's cross-trained, everybody's knowledgeable on every partner that we work with and it's real easy to do that as long as we're working with companies that have the same cultural fit and the same passion. We're both on the same page that it, that the most important thing is delivering good customer service and I have, you know, the the tools and the resources to do whatever you know you give me and those parameters to make the customer happy that makes the biggest difference the ideal customer to me isn't about size of the company it's really about the cultural and the fit and, and that's really important
0: have you ever declined to, to service have you ever said this isn't a good like you didn't see the fit. Did you ever say no, we're not going to take on your business? No, have you had I've never to do that had yet? to say
1: no to anyone. I've just basically explained like what is the purpose behind working with us. And so again, there's competitors that do different things or have, you know, different advantages, and so to me it's just best fit. So some companies do really great at accelerating pace of somebody's inbound sales, and that's great, but to me like the value in the company is in the repeat revenue, so it's in the current customers. So my focus is really not just when the customer calls for the first time and selling them a program it's when they have to call back when you've been out there 3 times and they're calling in again and you know you have to feel that call you know and so that's where it's it's better to work with somebody that is focused on the same thing
0: Have you ever had to fire a
1: customer? I've had to disengage with people when I realize that we're not on the same page when it comes to what's best for the customer. That's just the truth. I mean, if if you're working with someone that just wants to kind of hit people over the head and kind of go, it's just not a good fit. It doesn't mean that there's somebody else that won't answer the phones and do that for you. It just means that if Mrs. Jones is calling for the third time and the technician's not doing right and you're kind of turning a blind eye on it, I don't want to represent that.
0: How do you feel? firing them or let me use a good word you
1: use disengaging um it's like any other toxic relationship right you let it go and it's it feels good and you realize like no my focus and my values are the most important thing and nothing should compromise that
0: select insurance is just the company that you want to be with as far as insuring my property my home my cars commercial personal he has everything that he can have there's a relationship and a trust and a level of service that is bar none coming up next time on colony confidential
1: it's communication constantly and so they always know even though they're getting busier in the service you know level they always have a connection to the office staff and being able to not have all of those overhead costs. They have to open an office, turn the lights on, you know, get a computer and all of those things. And then even then, you're, you're paying that hourly employee to sit there and wait for the phone to ring as you're paying to get right. the phone to ring right. versus we're just sitting there waiting and you're only paying us for the time that we're spending on the phone working right. for you.
0: And you're like, uh, it's like going to a psychiatrist, you understand
1: us. Right. It, it makes getting up and running what you call like, right, that onboarding. We get clients that are like, well, how long is the onboarding? Is it a couple of months? I'm like, again, when do you want to turn the phones on? It's Friday. We can go Monday if you wanted to. There's really yeah. very few things that I need to know other than industry standards.
0: And you've been in the industry for quite a while, so...
1: Right. You don't got to teach me, like, the difference between, you know, a German roach and an American roach and why you want more money for a German roach infestation. Right. It's more like, what's the price point? I understand the point. All I just need to know is, you know, do you have to have, to have back in the car or do you got to come back to the office and pick it up in the closet? Like, it's, you know, a different dialogue and a different right. connection. Right,
0: right. So is there anything right now that you see as, like, the next big thing?